Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have some enlightenment time. As we look into what it means to move away from rigid, limited mindsets and to move into the adult version of you, it's very clear for the regular listeners, I'm sure, how to achieve your integrated mind. And so how to work with the left and right mode of your own physical brain. The right mode is where that implicit memory, so the sensations, there's not an actual vocabulary to what comes forth. It's your awareness of sensations in your body. It's your awareness of the charged states that can arise. And so you choose to manage your temperature, not in a way of controlling and being a rock, in a way of being aware in your left modality as you contemplate, oh wait, there's this stuff coming up. Let me pause for a minute. So you practice mindfulness, being your own owner, observe, witness, narrate, no story. So no rumination, shame, blame, fault, revenge cycles, no retaliation of, oh, let me hurt you now that you hurt my feelings or, oh, let me say my group. No, it's more of, okay, wait a minute. I have my own likes, dislikes. I have my own gut feeling, my own not gut feeling, as we were talking about being able to be aware and not taint the picture. So you are mindful, you're compassionate, you're aware, and this is where you're growing in that modality of using your newer parasympathetic nervous system, the mammalian one, the ventral vagus nervous system. You're using your ability to silence the others and the self in that default mode network. That's the chatter brain that these lovely, when you're, you're meeting a spirituality person, talk about silence in the brain. It's not you not thinking or the ones in metaphysics as a terrorism who also stop the chatter of the brain. You're not stopping a chatter of shit. You're stopping what is a mechanism of your physiological way that your brain communicates. So breaking it down, humanly speaking, means me trying my best as a person who is looking into, again, supporting people to tap into infinite, higher human consciousness, potential, experience, inner growth mindset, love cycle. You have a shame cycle, you can get out of it. And it's very easy peasy if you choose to commit to you, the self of you, and its process of decentralization when it happens, so separating from that identity, not getting confused with these words. So your name is the self. We'll do it that way. The identity is anything that you can bring as a conceptualization. But it isn't about you eliminating it. If you look at it and you stop thinking you're changing yourself, and you stop disengaging from the consistent piece of consciousness that you are as a person who has primary and secondary consciousness, if you stop thinking of the growing into your enlightenment soul age group as a practice that involves you moving into the mountains and you can understand your human brain. Thank you, Patrick McNamara, for existing. Thank you, Daniel Siegel, for existing. Thank you to the lovely mental health educators who are sharing how our brain works. I'm not going to call it a technology, but they have many different ways they talk about this. The part that's important to note is you choose if to move your brain, your embodied brain, and we have your head is your masculine, your body is your feminine. So here's where 
there's two areas you want to be aware of, and we'll get to it in a minute. But the thinking, I'm right now focused on your masculine, okay? You are the one who can wield your thoughts. And it's not just the thoughts, though. First of all, those emotions. If you're going to move beyond this constructed identity and allow you to work with yourself, this is your name, and stop thinking of you having to change because that's an indication of your shame cycle. Okay, so step back, pause. You're looking at others and the self. Turn off. We're safe. We're physically safe. Body, you're physically safe. Mind, you're physically safe. This is your practice. You get to practice this. And it isn't about you having to shut down any patterns you have yet. It's about becoming mindful. You become aware of your neocortex and how those thoughts are working. You become aware of your sensations because you're not saying, let me justify my reactiveness. You're also not saying, let me shame myself because of my reactiveness. I'm going to use one of the stories I shared with you in the previous episode, the part about judging a book by its cover. And that is where I don't judge, but my reactiveness still takes place based on stuff that I'm not going to get clarity on or not because I'm not going to grow any intimate relationship with a situation of people that don't inspire a level of matching with the safety measures of my own body. So I choose my body as the gauge to it's safe, it's unsafe. But I choose to be aware of there being potential biases with objectivity, not with discrimination and saying, I'm doing the right thing. No, there is no proof for that. I'm not going to wait for proof for that either. This is the part of when I was saying people who disregard their gut, they don't expand to become more of themselves because they don't allow themselves to sit in the right modality brain and sit with this unknown uncertainty unwanted while checking in with their own heart. And here's where that's your own body. And then allowing yourself to go with your own flow. This means I choose based on what, it, what feels safe to me or safer. And most people that I've met have never done this in their life. And they just have some very, very adaptive child response for everything. Stereotypes, blah, 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 blah. I'm not even going to bother going there. So I, on the other hand, and anybody who's moved into their enlightenment soul age group as a human being not the spirituality soul age group. They're not in the enlightenment soul age group. They're busy wanting to live a specific type of lifestyle and they're also busy promoting only a specific type of lifestyle as well as all of the things that they present to you. Same thing goes for the middle of the spiritual people, metaphysics, esotericism, the 4D community and anyone who's only in those holistic naturopath, only there, only elemental, only the feminine should blah. So anyone who is on only one side of an equation is not a enlightenment soul age group person. And furthermore, not in 5D because they're not speaking from a place of full compassion, disclosure. Disclosure means 
I can share with you my likes and dislikes, my preferences, not preferences, and I will do so with a level of humbleness because I am not the one person who can know everything. It doesn't matter how many titles you give me, how many pieces of paper you want to slap in my face, but it's not about getting rigid on each other either and saying, oh, well, then I don't believe anything you're saying. Okay, so that, leaving all of that to the side, a person who learns to move into their enlightenment soul age group trusts their own hearts. This doesn't mean you claim to be right. That's the adaptive child. It means you trust your own gut. Now, the ones who come out of unresolved trauma eventually will learn why at the beginning their, their gut would call them to the not-so-expanded version relationships. Okay, so let me use tangible example. Again, I was trying to get to that story again where individuals that I've known my entire life who don't trust their gut, they haven't grown any more than they were yesterday. They are their identity, they are the self of them in that state and in that soul age group and in that 3D or 4D, it doesn't matter. And 5D, I mean, the reality is I have yet to meet people who unconditionally love humanity. I've only met one person who actually has spoken the same way about humanity and differences. And on that note, actually, that's the most beautiful gift that I've received for a long time, you know, it's just a very beautiful gift because ever since I've been a little kid growing up, I've, I've loved being alive and being a person and I've had to put up with people basically shitting on people being imperfect when we all are. And for me, it's always like, why would you, what did we, <laughs> huh? You know, so it was really the bit, one of my biggest gifts in, in my lifetime of this one is having one human being basically agree that imperfections are, are beautiful, that they make us who we are, versus when sharing, I have been looking to learn how to unconditionally love who I am with my imperfections and flaws, because that's actually the right thing to do if you're a person who's an integrated mind excuse me and a restorative embodied self in the absence of a shame cycle or if you become aware of it fine and saying hey shame cycle fuck yourself because i don't need you because we're not living with lions bears tigers aha anymore i appreciate you for being here i don't need you to rule me because i don't need a ruler i don't need a parent to scold me actually what i'm recognizing is that i had a parent who perhaps scolded me a little bit too much and and oh but wait a minute there's this thing called the attachment system that I have in my brain and so there's there's a way that I can understand what's what's going on and and be neutral and not be you know upset at anyone and and so a person who's an adult is not upset at anyone a person who's an adult isn't upset at their parents a person who's an, a functional adult is emotionally mature to know we all will either have unresolved trauma which would come up as a charge state and that shame too or we won't because we see it and we walk ourselves through it and we don't actually let it rule our world because that's not how it works your world is ruled by your own self which is in your own thinking brain and your feelings they rule you until you actually start to tend to them like a grown-up, that's when you begin to connect to your higher self. So your higher self is, no, I'm not right or wrong. 
I feel a feeling, I think a thought, let me look at my past. Let me see what's come up. So here's the part about the people who completely disregard their gut. And then they end up finding themselves year after year after year in situations that are not very awesome. They don't remember what they chose, the way they chose it, unless they're out of their shame cycle. And here's where I'm going to pause and say, let me put that to the side and move to those of us who instead have a love cycle. Because for the people that have shame, what I've noticed is they choose fear again and again and again. And that they maintain dysregulated or modulated embodied selves. They continue to be in a sympathetic self-preservation mode, the reptilian autonomous nervous system, their fight, flight, freeze, their primal, slower nervous system, but they want to claim that they know everything because their confirmation bias and cognitive dissonance rules them, and they don't see it because they are okay with basically calling emotions stupid, calling people who think about emotions as stupid, following the same unfortunate educators who do the same exact thing. So they have the same leaders who have shame hidden behind them and they look in a very specific way saying emotions are stupid and that you can't lead with emotions not recognizing every single fucking person is led by their emotions because the first year of your life your right brain hemisphere is the first to develop and that's where your implicit memory is and emotions are energy in motion it ain't about the oh i'm happy or not happy it's actually about how your body is moving into its spectrum so your emotions matter first because your thoughts come after the 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 neocortex the prefrontal cortex everything in the thinking is a newer part of the brain it's slower so the first thing that comes up is from your brain stem and that's going to be your charge stuff your reactivity your safety behaviors so those emotions that they consider stupid are not actually stupid and when you see the people who are controlling their emotions they're not growing they're just controlling like a little kid who has in fact, pent up energy. And on that note, it reminds me, this is what usually you're going to see. If they don't allow something to happen. So this is Peter Levine. Help our clients effectively resolve their anger. So this is one of NICABM. Their courses is for therapists or people who support personal development coaches, mentors, people like me are included. I just don't use the word clients, but uh, so to uh, help effectively resolve anger, we want to look at the crucial role of the subcortical brain and how it affects reactivity. Peter Levine's quote is, when healthy aggression is thwarted, then we have anger. When anger is thwarted, then we get hostility. Okay, so when a person has a level of aggression arising, and they thwart it so they don't allow themselves to take note of it, to contemplate it within their own ears. So it's, it's something you can do if you don't have a shame cycle. Shame, blame, fault, revenge. Because you're not going to justify, you're not going to try to create an excuse for yourself, but you're going to contemplate what is this aggression, what is it? And sometimes it's nothing. Meaning... We have charge states that unwind in time, so it doesn't have to mean something. But most of the time, we know that something's triggered it. 
because we are all people. So we all will be triggered as we've moved into our adulthood. You've had plenty of time to have experiences, okay, that will have built up besides these charge states that they basically are frozen in time, but they do uncharge, as my teacher Sue Martin said. I believe it's like a natural process. So once one thing comes undone, then there's a trickle effect. And I also actually just believe from everything I've learned, that's why I say I believe, because I'm not 100% sure. I'd, I have to go review all my classes, add up the timelines, data points, all that stuff. But what I uh, recall Sue saying is something along the lines of it's taking place naturally. And what I notice about people as they get older is that right here, frozen time capsules, awakening, implicit memory, the differentiated parts move into a more integrated place where the most predominant part is still being led by the adult. Functional adults, the wounded part, uh, the wounded pieces, when they've been able to be seen by the functional adult over time, they're integrated into the fabric of your actual brain and your body and you, rather than being differentiated experiences. So when you have differentiation in a way that creates a relationship within your own self of your emotions, okay, not in a way of somebody else telling you what this means. It's all your own thought process, which is why mindset is everything, okay? So I'm going to stop and pause again. The wounded child parts are the charged parts. The adult would be your own ability to walk yourself through thoughts. And when I say motions, it's the sensations that arise from your body. If aggression begins to come up, which it can, people tend to shame automatically. This is why most people have a shame cycle. And they don't just sit in themselves and then say, let me explore my inner world for a minute. And let me sit with it. And it's through contemplating. But before you can contemplate in a way that is out of the shame cycle, the inner critic and outer critic, there has to be tenderness for yourself. So if you can't do that, that's the shame, blame, fault, revenge loops and this human suffering in the temporal junction. Okay, so hopefully that's clarified uh, the aspect of contemplation. So I'm going to use me and then I'm going to use another and I'm going to try and give you a clearer idea in this enlightenment time on when you have a gut feeling and simplifying it right now, let's say you are a very mature, emotionally speaking and mentally speaking human being. So you're not going to shame yourself. You're not going to shame your feelings. You're able to sit with the aggression, sit with the anger, sit with the frustration, sit with the bias, sit with whatever it is that comes up as you, the imperfect human you are, like any of us are. Okay? No one's perfect. We all make mistakes. In that moment, though, you have a gut feeling. I gave you the story. I said to you, uh, there's a couple different ways. I never ignore my gut, ever. And so my gut always wins, doesn't matter, don't care what titles you have, you're not going to make an inch or a dent in anything that you say, besides the fact that I can know all on my own that there can be fault in my reactivity. Okay, so here's where you take ownership of your mistake, if it's a mistake. 
So far in my life, I've not been proven wrong. But here's where a person who's in the Enlightenment Soul Age group will know who tells our story. Whose story is it? Okay, now here's the deal. Channeled guidance and Claire's put me in a different box than those who don't have any of them. And this is where I'm only sharing it because as someone who's always seen where I'm headed, even when 5D became a part of my equation, I knew that I would share my lightworker's life in a certain moment in time. I just didn't know when. And this is an added to what my main focus has always been. And it's an added that still feels very, very weird, okay? I'm just going to put it that way because it's, it's in a realm that is completely... I would never have thought to be here. It just feels like a movie, which is not. Because when we have those dream states, they're not just dreams. And we understand, I understand the physicists like Michelle who says the particle physics actually says we got 11 dimensions. And she's like, how's that? I need to watch the end of that one video. But 11 particle physics, 11 dimensions move in different directions. She says the math works so well. The predictions are so strong, they can't just be nonsense, you know. And then this is the part of where my 4D community, the ones, though, who just follow the astrology, they get lost when they begin to have their astral travel and they begin to actually tend to their different dimensional selves. Okay, so this is where I'm, I'm sharing this because right now we're in another one of those peak moments. I might do... A channeled guidance. Oh, I forgot. That's right. Uh, we had a new moon on the 19th. Okay, so that's what it is. I will do a new moon episode probably when I'm done recording this one. Side note. So you might see I'm probably going to do a video. Um, or maybe not. We'll find out. But okay. Shoot. Now that I have made you laugh a little bit more. <laughs> I will regain my composure and focus on the message at hand. So we do bring together these different dimensional selves. I can tell you all about it. And I'll do so in our paid subscription-based model content when we have a big enough community, though, because otherwise I'd have to point them to the story. So it's once people are curious. And it's not necessary, but I'm sure that for those who do have these experiences, they can benefit from what I would have to share about how my dreams worked out and meaning how they came to unravel and also as I experienced these different depths of my own existence I didn't wake up thinking oh my god I'm definitely changed <laughs> no but what I do understand from the neuroscientific perspective and this is where very seriously speaking from also the trauma perspective is that this is called the if we want we can call it trauma memory restoring itself into normal memory and when i look at instead what um, patrick mcnamara's description is when he's talking about the dangers of religious self it's because of potentially people becoming fanatics the benefits are instead they you know grow closer to their religion again as they go through these dream states, blah, blah, blah. So the, his, his ideal version is that. But for those of us who move into 5D or Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we don't do that. 
we don't acknowledge these different dimensions as something that we need to pay attention to and so we don't move into only that 4d realm or only the spirituality realm or only the religious realm or no when i had my dreams uh, they're dreams even if i know they're real it doesn't matter this is the even if i feel they're real excuse me it doesn't doesn't change when i'm waking up it doesn't mean my gut is wrong that they're real in fact again patrick mcnamara when he's studying in the machines he's like these dreams these visions these things they're not pretend that this is not a hallucination and you know that's where yeah we're like oh, no no shit sherlock not to him but this is why it's so important for me to share with you the experiences so that the 5d community can come together my 5d mystics particularly because they're the ones who i'm here for primarily i'm here for anyone who wants to inspire their potential of course but with the experiences it's for the people who are able to know when they wake up from anything that it's a dream one it doesn't mean it's not real and then for our oversoul so this is the weirdest part ever is that they said that time would speed up they said that synchronicity would be you'd manifest instantaneously people who maintain a 4d perspective will be doing manifestation synchronicity in a very different way I have proof of this with the reading I, I, I gave, uh, which as soon as the individual was out, they all manifested, all unfolded. But this is where the energy is a 4D spectrum because it's actually one that is not in the enlightenment vibration. It's in the fourth and third, and it's because one of the individual has Claire's the one who got the consult and they consider themselves a lighthouse like those individuals who are therapists and consider themselves the wounded healer this comes from Jungian stuff it's old and this is all basically spiritual bypassing or a bypassing of thinking you're a savior of some sort doesn't matter again what titles you have none of us save pieces of consciousness we support people to become more of who they are and we want to do it in a way that keeps their mental sanity there their emotional sanity there and then that contributes to them being a part of the members of society which is on this globe which can be then you know reduced to cities localities yada 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 so supporting people mentally and emotionally means not shaming them when they come to you with their 4d 3d stories or their adaptive child stories that's where the enlightenment soul age person is here to be a safe harbor for all their loved ones and all humanity for me when i share our conversations this is for all humanity i just know that the people who are in <clears throat> limited consciousness will not feel this way about the content the same way they don't feel this way about technology or about the future because they're looking at the now with the past fully charged and they're comparing the future to the past and they're not looking at the future with the physics in mind of the planet is organic so when i've heard the whole oh your light body's moving into light body nobody's actually saying the planet is organic meaning it has a death cycle 
the stars, the sun, that huge debate with my younger sister who got so pissed at me and I was teasing in the sense of I won't be here because at the time I didn't know about anything about the future I believed in a heaven or at the very least that I would be done I didn't believe in reincarnation because I heard it from another religion not in the form of spirituality in a form of religion and my religion if there's one religion I am I I'm a Catholic that's my religion and so when I thought of afterlife, no, you're not going to reincarnate. This is one soul. This is it. You're done. You know, you die, you go putouf. Then I moved into recognizing more information. And so here's where people would say that, so you've changed. No, I didn't change. I've always believed in God as a concept of the essence of life and love. As for heaven, it was given to me. It was fed to me by books. This is not mine. It doesn't belong to me, Maria. It was taught to me, Maria. And in fact, the minute I was clear on psychology was when I was like, ah, evil, don't exist. Devil, not really sure about it. The part about how people relate to their story. If you're a constant expanding consciousness, which is what for sure the 5D person is, self-empowered, enlightened, if you get here, enlightenment soul age group, if you get here, 5D, very least, you're going to get to your functional adulthood is what I'm trying to, I'm trying to break things down with a lot of different areas because every person has different interests. But the 5D human being is in favor of today and tomorrow. They're walking hand in hand, arm under arm with each other, not the opposite. They're not upset at the divide. They understand the divide because the people who are 5D are grown-ups is the, the, the word I'm going to use. When... For the 4D, 3D, their synchronicities happen. It happens in whatever their energy is and their stories. And so every person can experience this in their own unique way. And what I was trying to share, which was a bit of a side note, is the fascination when I realize how my past, so when you are connected to you, the consciousness of you, your oversoul, you're connected to all of the days of your life to the best of your ability with the thoughts and the feelings, and you trust your own gut, meaning you don't have shit to say about you did right or wrong. Or, no, every person does the best they can. The added bonus for those of us who have clairs and know our oversoul is that we know all of the people that are part of our oversoul. I've always considered myself lucky. Bittersweet part is knowing about the ones who won't be with me in the future. And this is where, though, I laugh because I won't even remember that I'm this person anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but to share it with the community, I'm trying to let those who are in their Enlightenment Soul Age group, if you are a person with Claire's, that's the person who's following me. If you're not, please bear with me. We're going to get to some tangible examples so that you can navigate the whole gut thing. And this has obviously nothing to do with the integrated mind. It has everything to do with the mysticism for a minute. But it does have everything to do with a person and you being aware of your implicit memory. And so I'm going to start here. Remember the example of Julianne? where she gives us the six neurons 
two are for the here and now, two are for the past. That's all the stuff that's stored from yesterday. That's the memory from your body. This, come in, this comes up in sensations, but also in images. And so it's stuff that you will know has had an effect in this lifetime, okay? And they meet in the middle, and in the middle, if you're mindful, so if you're able to be mindful of yourself, and you're able to be in compassion, and you're able to be embodying yourself with ease, so in one minute you're aware of sensations, images, whatever flashes, stuff that's coming up, you're thinking as well, you're using left and right equally, you the person. Okay, so as Julianne presents, it's a summer day, I'm giving a presentation. I remember giving this presentation yesterday, no, last year, no, three years ago. It was the same, but the days were different. So I was writing a message, and I was using specific wording, and I was rearranging, and I was trying to figure some stuff out. And then I was contemplating some feelings that arose, and then I was also contemplating some other stuff in regards to this whole way that we will relate to each other and particularly for those who we will consider won't accept us for our imperfections i'll put it that way okay so while a shame cycle person who's not aware and so they're not in 5D, they're not a functional adult, they're not in a mindfulness brain in a second. They can't, they are not practiced in doing this. Okay. Person who's not practiced in being aware of their thoughts and emotions, and then the fact that their past is with them. The past means every relationship, your family, all of it. All of it. Okay. I gave you the story of the bias thing. I gave you the story of my gut. I gave you many stories in the previous episode. So far, hopefully that's helping you to follow here. Okay, so here's where, as I was actually writing and doing and, 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 and all these emotions also, I was like, oh, fuck, oh, my, wow, okay, this is really interesting. Okay, and what I did was rework something by being able to learn something, and I know you guys are like, what the fuck is she talking about? This is the part, it's only an area that you can know about but the example is like julianne says wow i remember doing this very thing it was 10 years ago but today is not 10 years ago there's a different air it's summer it's also a different month and i'm in a different spot and i'm in a different school so as i was writing i'm like it's a different moment it's a different communication it's with different people it's with different areas of awareness of my own self of my oversoul of my future of who's in my future from my own oversoul okay and then i was fascinated because the reality is i only tweaked certain areas because i was able to notice by my own awareness the part of fear and that's the part of my own self as a child and then growing up and that's that area where you are going to be like oh are they going to love me for who i am or not so it's a very distinct way you can notice when your insecurities as a human being come up without the shame cycle is what i'm saying the people with the shame cycle they have that anger or frustration come up and then they justify being in it, but they thwart it. They put it to the side. So then it just accumulates. And instead of becoming an adult, 
they allow themselves to just forget about it because they really just pent it up, shoved it away and ignored it. And I'm going to give you the example. So in this case, it's red flags, people disregarding their gut. Now, again, I know that everyone has a different way of maturing into potentially their own functional adult. This is given to me from the lovely trauma experts. And so it's the reason why either people support themselves by getting mentor, coaches, consultants, people that do uh, personal development, and that's for the average bear and barrette, right? <laughs> well, the bears, all bears, but the ones who feel a lot more upset inside and a lot more painful, if they want to fight for their life, they will look up somatic sensory motor or therapy. Now, the ones who really care about themselves and, I, and, and when I say this, what I mean is they're aware that a restorative embodied self and an integrated mind is the healthy. So I know some people like to give gauges. I'm not going to give gauges because I've seen people come from shitty, 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 shitty backgrounds, meaning that they have every right in this world to the fucking hate humanity, okay? They have every right meaning, like seriously, if, if they don't see life as a nightmare, no, how does anybody else? So I'm saying they've been through stuff. They've been through real shit and they have self-awareness and compassion. Their body screams, this is the way, this is the way, this is the way. And it's not the middle ground. These are the ones who are in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group or will be here at some point in their life and they are going to fucking rock and roll and, and share with people and they already are. I love when I see a person from that and saying, hey, let me let you in on a little secret you can do it and here am I and you got 24 hours try to live a good life right now so the people who are modulated are the ones who yell at people like me or at that person or at the Dalai Lama saying why are you laughing aren't you seeing the suffering in the world I'm thinking what are you a fucking moron because this really like see this is where I'd be rude because I'm thinking do you not know who the Dalai Lama is maybe you don't I know I don't know exactly what his title is because I don't remember history but I do know that he's technically a wise human being who is going to promote peace and harmony and smile at you you must have a really bad I don't know memory worse than mine for having I, I can't even believe this is to me the inconsistency I saw this as a teenager I saw this and still see it as an adult with practitioners in school learning shit. And I'm thinking, how old are you? And then I was like, wait a minute. Thank you, Terry Real, for letting me in on the adaptive child. And just let me keep that in mind. So all these adults who are modulated, who are yelling, and they're all adaptive children. So let me put them to the side. But anytime an adaptive child presents themselves in front of any person who's in 5D and enlightenment, we will note it and we will really just recalibrate and move the fuck away because we don't want to deal with the child that thinks they're not a child who's also sharp and little, you know, whatever. So safe harbor, yes, but for those who treat us in a way that, you know, you're supposed to treat each other with some respect. You're going to get pissy, pricky, go do the prickiness. In fact, they do do that. They go to the people and they get to all try to prove they're right. Then they find the same people who are going to try and control them. And then they're going to try and control them. So they got people and partners who are, who are actually competing, which is so sad. These people compete 
with each other one wants to say i'm light the other is going to say they're darkness or both are going to think they're light or both are going to it doesn't even matter it's a competition what are you doing what 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 is this how again like truly when people use the word partner i'm thinking huh okay i'll find out if you're each other's parents or if you're actual two differentiated selves who are growing up and becoming your own selves and supporting each other you know and, and actually helping you have good good feelings about being imperfect not the other way around so some people have people who shame them is very sad and then when they're shaming each other then they're going to start having their little spit spats of you're broken no you're broken no i'm broken no 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 none of us are broken and then oh wait you hurt my feelings i'm going to hurt yours oh no we hurt each other so they're they're all in this type of situation then they withdraw you know the sad thing is these couples stay together so there's your karma wheel by the way it's very straightforward on that note back to the story this isn't it's not the exact same of that that's the people who are manifesting their stories in this way of i'm a healer and wounded and they're living out just human suffering and they're going to keep on you know having those relationships there's different soul age groups for reasons the part about people not trusting their gut in a serious way what happens is they have a feeling and it usually is with having a person in their life and it's not even only that excuse me job person you name it so when a person doesn't take ownership because they're not going to grow their self-confidence because they're not aware that it comes from insecurity they're not going to see to the past where they made a judgment call against their own gut because there's almost like a double shame there so it's not that they don't want to it's that they already find out they figure out they're in a shithole then they look back and they see that they disregarded themselves and that's a double suffering moment and when they lean into it well and here's where it's supportive to have 5d people or good good somatic sensory motor therapists so that you can disengage from a story and hopefully have enough time to recognize a new truth in regards to um, life and to allow yourself to disengage from there having to be a supernatural anything that punishes you or rewards you okay and so here's where i'm bringing this to the front because here's why the religious self is dangerous or any type of self that is with an identity it's because when the decentralization happens people either will see their suffering but they can only see it if they move into it with tenderness if they have shame which is the unworthiness which is almost instinctive for people who don't move into self-empowerment for real and that involves also moving into empowerment for humanity as long as you got one bad guy out there you're not safe the minute that you're contemplating something you still got a bad guy or gal excuse me or it okay you're going to ignore the fact that you disregarded your gut you're going to ignore the fact that there, there there's just a, a gazillion layers that 
okay here i'm going to put it this way if you can love yourself with imperfections completely then you will not ignore anything if you cannot then you will ignore all of it and what it looks like is basically so in the moment something's happening and my lovely regular listeners know this story there's contemplating reconsidering being drawn back into the partnership because of not wanting to be alone because of having the idea of maybe failure there's there's a variety so it's either i'm i've failed again and so there's not wanting that or i don't want to be alone and there's disregarding the fact that you're going against something that feels off okay when you're aware of it like i told you with those individuals and situations when i feel off so there are some things where i feel off due to past experiences not because the person actually gave me a bad vibe. And I'm going to use that word. When I get a bad vibe, what I'm trying to say is I don't feel 100% certain of the person's consistency in the way of uh, healthy boundaries, healthy, and I say this meaning an actual person who knows always how to consistently be mentally and emotionally stable in a way of caring about me and me caring about them, okay? So it's that red flag is what I'm going to say. But even here, there's the awareness, like I shared in our previous episode, of there being traits that are brought to me. And this is where the studying of personal development and science proves this. I've, I've learned about how we judge people based on facial features. It's based on the geography of the face. So in fact, the per- one of the people that I shared the story about, I do recognize that that is one of the instances, the way their actual geometric faces and figure is equal to shapes that don't inspire confidence or trust inside the body. I don't remember why, but there's just some shapes we'll react to in certain ways. So I'm a very much aware of all these elements because I care about humanity and I don't like to cast stones because it's silly there's no need to there's no need to judge there's no need to be in these spaces and so that's a perfect example where i know there's so many variables at play but i won't disregard that my gut felt off the first couple times that i saw this person i felt a little bit off but at the same time i also immediately considered them of a specific type of lack of in trust because of the way they were joking and so i'm also that type of person who doesn't do certain types of joking and when i'm around it it reminds me of teenagers again so there's there's all these different things that i know are personal see when you know yourself you know what's personal you don't allow them to dictate how you're going to relate to another person and you don't allow yourself to say oh but my gut must be right or wrong you sit in the right modality with the infinite possibilities you allow yourself to trust your heart you allow yourself to trust your body you allow yourself to be a grown-up and be smart here's why trust is about expanding of consciousness and to just do conversation transparent authentic conversation and in time actions speak louder than words they will always and for those who ignore instead all of their stuff, what they do is they end up finding themselves in trouble, unfortunately, not in great ways. And when I say trouble, it's not physical trouble, it's emotional. They end up building a bunch, they just do a lot of things that could be avoided for those of us who see it. But they, 
are the ones who need to learn to trust themselves. But there's the part about their gut not necessarily being on point because there's a shame cycle. So there's an unworthiness cycle that they haven't become aware of. So as long as you think that being yourself is awful and you must change, you've not identified all of those areas that are the fragmented parts of the self of you, the human you, that were not welcomed, soothed, safe, and felt to be special in your uniqueness, in your differences. And so being yourself, I will push that always, again and again and again, and connect it back to your body, which is your feminine, is going to tell you if it's yucky or yummy, is what I'm going to say, to be yourself, one. Your body is going to be what tells you if you feel loved or not, and not through physical pain, and not through being pointed a finger, not through being, not, no. Again, put to the side people's ideas of the whole sexual stuff and whatnot. There is no judgment intended, but I want to highlight the self-soothing area of compulsiveness for shame cycle equals sex, drugs, food, alcohol, using your time with things that do not stimulate your mind, uninteresting in your mind, living a life that is compulsively interacting with aspects that are not having your energy rise up. You don't feel happier every day when you wake up. You don't feel more light. If you have not felt light yet, I'm just going to say you would note these aspects as beneficial only if you wake up every day wanting to live more life. How about that? There's ways you can equate what you're doing. Does it want, do you want to live more with these people, with this stuff? So the whole lifestyle choices, we're not talking about your lifestyle choices. When I do personal development, I'm talking, yes, the inner growth lifestyle, but it's a lifestyle that talks about how you contemplate your thoughts and emotions, how you contemplate your body, how you contemplate your heart. How do you learn to follow your heart? How do you learn to lead with a pure, unconditionally loving heart? How do you learn to tap into your restorative, embodied, self-integrated mind? How do you learn to, if you want, to move into 5D? If you want to move into the empowered self of you, not the one with these identities. You don't need an identity. You have a name. You can disengage and move expanding beyond these identities. And so enlightenment doesn't mean necessarily the enlightenment soul age group, but you at least move into expanded consciousness where you see where you can have learned from yourself. The people that don't, move into trusting themselves with love. They move into modulation, and that's a great step. They move into, I'm going to demand respect. That's where some people are at. It's not the highlight. And I want to say I'm confident, but I'm not confident that they will move into a highlight because these same individuals believe in supernatural that can punish them. So when they have things that are shitty happen, which is what we have some people going through right now, these are the dangers of this religious self. And this is the danger of people thinking, I'm so unworthy and broken, I deserved this. There's something wrong, I must have a curse, I must have... These are the dangerous things that are not something I want to keep promoting, meaning I want people who have clairs to understand this doesn't... This dark light thing doesn't exist. The dimensions of angels and, and all of these entities are always going to be in our 
brain state while we're sleeping or yes i know people when they're awakened i've had i have not only i've had i have visions while i'm doing dishes all of a sudden that's how i was able to then tap into my future husband is because i had a vision of their past life it wasn't even my own past life but guess what i also know it wasn't random in that very vision that i had there is stuff going on in that person's life decisions that person was making at that very instant and it's because of feelings that i get in the air <laughs> so it's, it's in the air it's like spring when you're connected to your oversoul which is what a 5d mystic is in the enlightenment soul age group we will know that stuff's going on we will also know it's not important for us to do anything with it because it's a feeling that's arising the thing to do is help us to embody more of our compassionate loving enlightened self which means i'm not someone who has to share always information plus we want to share in safe spaces so with our loved ones that show that they're okay with us and that's going to take time and even then we still don't know there are plenty of people and one group in particular that i do talk about my clears i don't think that they respect me necessarily i don't think that they don't respect me necessarily i don't think anything except for allowing myself to remember what has been done what i have had confirmation of and therefore that's it it doesn't matter if they gossip if they ridicule if they disrespect quote unquote this is on them not me you know this is where if you choose to be who you are you choose to be so as an adult it means you choose to wear your heart on your face there's your ventral vagal nervous system or on your sleeve you choose to be authentic and transparent and know that when you're afraid it is because people don't tend to our emotional and mental or physical needs of security of being alive of being respected of being welcomed of basically being unconditionally loved and that's because they have some story that's leading them and they don't choose to see that in front of them or around them there are other people that also have stories they don't choose their humanity they choose their story it's very easy to choose love because the same way if you say a bad word to me i might get my feelings hurt the same thing i know would happen to you it's not hard to repair anything people choose to grow up and make up stories very easily broken down that's how i broke it down no i didn't break as a kid i i actually had jesus forgive them for they do not know i didn't know what it meant now i do thank you uh to bezel vanderkoek steven forges peter levine and all the trauma and somatic experts who let me in on the adaptive child who yes is not a person who knows what they're doing they're also not a zombie or an energy vampire or anything of that matter they're a compulsive human being who has no idea that they don't know how to be themselves because they're busy being ashamed of being themselves and they're busy in their modulated dysregulated embodied self and their non-integrated brain and here's where it doesn't mean they don't know great information they can know all the information they want they're still not a functional adult and in fact it will be clear the minute that they address any human being who's a mystic like i in specific ways and that's all we 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 don't respond with uh, let me break your heart or retaliate we will respond with appreciation because here's the other thing we will listen because we care and we will also take a note of what we have learned 
and what we are grateful of learning. And then we keep moving into that same direction. We don't judge a book by its cover. We don't cast stones. We allow ourselves to enlighten. We are in the now, knowing what's from yesterday, knowing what we don't know about tomorrow and not choosing fear. We choose to look with equanimity, neutrality, and know that our lovely planet will extinguish all on its own. So thank goodness science is here. Technology for the future can only continue to be once our sun goes out, if they figure a way for us to be able and live potentially in space. I'm so sorry. Somewhere people did not get the memo and that they just had to keep on, you know, and that's the part. It's not that they didn't get the memo. The memo is here now because we're moving into the future and sooner or later the memo will be clear. It's, it's not a bad or good thing. It is a, a matter of processing too much, too soon, too quick, you know, it, it creates destabilization. So 5D Enlightenment Soul Age Group, we get to support people to figure out how to choose love, to be in their well-being in many different ways, shapes, and form. Keep loving, keep communicating. Have a great day.